Hello everyone, my name is Avia Winters and welcome to my podcast, Drama Fiend. Quick disclaimer, these are my opinions about the drama. I will not just say what I like, but I'll also say what I dislike. Everyone is entitled to their opinions about dramas. If something I dislike about a show is something you like about the drama, that's okay, and vice versa. So now that that's said, we're talking about the psychological drama, Beyond Evil, or the literal title, Monster, and there will be spoilers. These two episodes were filled with so much intensity, I was having severe heart palpitations. We know who the killer is now, and in one of my podcast episodes, I asked if this was like an unusual suspects kind of thing, and it was. I should be a detective, or at least a TV detective. Let's talk about Han Ki-wan first. So Han Ki-wan left his son out to dry. He immediately shot down what Juwon had said just a few hours ago about there being a serial killer over the course of 20 years. He said this due to the fear of it hurting his chance for um, police commissioner. He also like dumped his son so quick. That is what I meant though in my past podcast called Cried and Laughed titled after the episode names that the town or like our characters are all stopping the investigation into these murders and they all have their stories which tells us or which can lead us to who the killer is. However, when Jung Jae walked Min Jung home, neither of them saw Jin Mook as well as Ji Hoon. He didn't see Jin Mook as well. But let's talk about Park Jung Jae real quick. Park Jung Jae seems to be unraveling due to hiding these secrets and that he also thinks that he killed a person, which he could have. I don't know. Dong Shik says that Jung Jae is holding on to Dong Shik. And he's right, because if Dong Shik was not there for him, Jung Jae probably would have lost his mind. He doesn't seem stable at all. He kept drawing a deer and we learned that he killed a deer that looked like a person. He had said he was taken to a hospital to be treated, but his mom told people that he went abroad. Um, I'm guessing that is why he randomly speaks English to prove that he's been abroad, I guess. I think he knows as well who it is, yet his mom thinks it's him. Since he can't really remember what happened back then, I feel like he has an inkling on who it is. But um, this is probably why he keeps bailing Edong Shik out is basically because he can't remember what happened when he was younger and truly believes that it's him. So let's talk about the town real quick before we move on to Edong Shik because he is a handful. The town of Manyang. I loved seeing the cops at the station protect and defend Juwon, even if he didn't ask for it and didn't like it. Also, he didn't say thank you. I think it's awesome seeing them stand up for each other and also, you know, watch each other's back. They'll need it later on trying to capture this killer though. So, Yi Dong-shik, his words to Juwon outside of the station after they settled with Chung Jin, he wants Juwon to join him, I think, instead of asking all of these questions, which Dong-shik seems to have been showing him all along. Dong-shik doesn't always follow the law, it seems, but he does use it to get around certain things. Juwon doesn't really break the law, but he has been inching closer to that line of, you know, breaking the law and not breaking the law, especially when it's to serve his own purpose of catching this killer, which I believe is what Yi Dong-shik was saying to him. He has done a few illegal things, though, but not that severe to cross the line in order to capture this killer. How far will Juwon go to get the truth? In order to chase and capture a monster, you have to break the rules because the monster will always find ways out using other means that's obviously not legal. I'm now starting to believe that Park Jung Jae is also keeping quiet about what happened and is starting to break him like he knows about the killer. I only say this because of the way he looked at Jim Mook's picture. It seemed like he like 
acknowledged that he was like he knew. Also, I think digging deep into these murders got Dong Shik's older partner Sang Yeop killed. It's a theory, but I have no proof over that. I do think um Dong Shik would have been blamed for that, which he was. So Ji Hoon. He kept saying he wasn't a stalker, but like I was looking at him and I was like, I think he is a stalker. If he's saying that so adamantly, it just seemed like he is, or at least sort of. Um, if you are following someone, then you are a stalker, especially if the other person doesn't know. Yet it was a good thing he followed her though to see who she was last seen with, or so he thought she was last seen with. I feel so bad for him though being put in that position and looked at as he is the killer and the person that you are pointing at is nowhere to be found. Let's talk about the actual serial killer, Jin Mook. I narrowed it down to two people in my last podcast episode, Jin Mook and Jung Jae. Yet I thought Jung Jae might be too obvious and did mention sometimes that people think that they did kill someone when they didn't. And this was the case as well with Jung Jae. At least for now, he could have actually killed someone. We have 10 more episodes, so anything could happen. Uh, seeing Jin Mook pretend to be hurt only to put his head down and start laughing, which is also what Dong Shik would do. All this time, has he been hinting at Jin Mook and no one's noticed? I need to go back to watch the past episodes though just to confirm. Did Jin Mook also drop some of Min Jung's blood in Lee Dong Shik's home? I was thinking since it was fresh, it looked like it was recent, the one drop of blood in his home. He could have done that quickly since they live very close to each other and keeps using this man as an alibi or like some kind of cover as though he has something on Dong Shik. Jin Mook probably killed the girl in the beginning, the one that Dong Shik got into an argument with. I'm pretty sure he did because now I'm thinking maybe Pak Tung Jae actually didn't kill somebody. So he used Lee Dong Shik as his alibi, yet Dong Shik said he was by himself when he was in an interrogation room with Ju Won. Jin Mook had other people who had seen him except at times of the murder, which was from 11 to 5 a.m. Why did he use Lee Dong Shik as an alibi, knowing that Lee Dong Shik wasn't with him? Jin Mook seems to know that Lee Dong Shik knows about him since when Jin Mook called him, Jin Mook wasn't stuttering at all. Like, I was surprised that it was Jin Mook calling. Why wasn't he stuttering? He was talking without a stutter. So, do they both know? <laughs> Dong Shik is trying to point out things to Juwon and seeing if he noticed it. And Juwon is smart. So, he is noticing, especially Dong Shik's behavior when around Jin Mook, and also that text message that was received at the end. Also, it's the reason why Dong Shik didn't agree when Jin Mook asked if he was right about the timing because he didn't want to be recorded giving him an alibi that didn't coincide with his own. All he did was nod, which makes Dong Shik so smart. Like, so, so smart. Like a dummy, I would have nodded and actually vocally agreed. One other thing, Jin Mook went to the town meeting to tell them to continue to reconstruct or build upon the city and not delay it because of Min Jung, which now I can understand why. He buried these women somewhere where they'll be constructing so it may cover up the murders possibly. Yet if they dig and stuff, they might find the bodies. And this is why Lee Dong Shik stopped him from doing so because he wants to find the bodies obviously. And now let me just go on a small rant about Lee Dong Shik and the secret he's holding. Now let me go on a small rant about Lee Dong Shik and the secret he's holding. So let me get this straight. Lee Dong Shik allowed Min Jung to go home to that murderer repeatedly every night or whenever she went home, knowing that he was unhinged, yet did nothing. Nothing illegal to this man. Is he really going to keep letting this man kill the very people he is trying to protect? He better have a darn good reason 
why he is keeping his mouth shut other than there being no corpse. So Jin Mook would eventually get out, I'm assuming, because there's no corpse. They already mentioned that in multiple flashbacks um, when they were talking at the station. Or it could be what I said earlier, that he has something on Dong Shik or Dong Shik was some type of unwilling accomplice to something, murder. He's asking Juwon how far he's willing to go, but hasn't done anything yet, far as what I can see. Unless that's the reason he's always hiking, because he's looking for burial sites. But he hasn't been proactive to me, it seems. In catching him the illegal way, it seems like he's trying to use law to capture Jin Mook. Min Jung was creeped out by her father. Even in their family picture, she looked afraid. How come no one visiting the house noticed that? But I am thinking that he could be the one that did place the fingers, Dong Shik. To have someone possibly get closer to Jim Mook being the killer, which is why he can't directly say it, you know, say that he is the killer because it really would mark him as the accomplice maybe. And then who would be there to protect the people of the town, even though he's not really doing a good job of it. And Dongshik knew where her cell phone was, right? And texted that message to Jin Mook posing as Min Jung, right? So now Juwon has to know, right? So question, at what point did Dongshik get her cell phone? Maybe when he went searching for her before the dinner that they all went to when he looked so miserable like he was crying? Or like at what point did Idong Shik know? At what point did Pak Jung Jae know? I can't speculate as to what'll happen next. It's not like Jim Mook is a chaebol, a rich person, with a big company or a dad behind him. They have to take him down by using their smarts though. But yeah, I am so entertained by the dramas that I have reviewed this week. This is the type of drama that I like to watch. I love how everything is starting to connect and how Juwon is turning into a more aggressive person and loved seeing Juwon and Idong Shik fighting side by side. I want to see more of that. I need to see more of that and I expect we will now. Anyways, happy Friday everyone. It's been a good one. I hope you're having a good night or whatever time it is in your area. Thank you so much for listening. Until now, it's been Alvia Winters. Stay safe out there everyone. Laters.